From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, February 24th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. A Franklin County Sheriff's deputy has turned himself in after his indictment on federal child pornography charges was handed down this morning. Brittany Bailey has the latest. The deputy involved here is Daniel Heinz. Now those new charges stem from an investigation that started back in August with the arrest of someone else in Illinois. And that led to a deep dive into messages between that person and Daniel Heinz. They did lead to an eventual FBI search of Heinz's home and seizure of his electronics. And that is when investigators say they found tens of thousands of images of young boys and girls, some as young as toddler age, engaging in all sorts of sexual activity in downtown Columbus. Brittany Bailey. Advocates for the homeless in central Ohio want answers about the body of a man found outside of a Columbus homeless shelter on a cold winter night. Lindsay Mills has more. According to police reports, the body of 71-year-old Anthony Goins was found behind this hotel last Thursday. A man walking by called 911 saying he saw the body by the dumpsters. The man appeared to be curled up under a blanket. The community shelter board said they're aware of this very unfortunate incident and are still looking into it. The YMCA of Central Ohio adds they are conducting further inquiry into the circumstances. It's unclear if Goins was staying at this shelter or if he was forced out of the shelter in Columbus. Lindsay Mills. To date, Ohio has recorded 11 cases of the UK variant of the coronavirus, and health officials say it's only a matter of time before it surges here in Ohio. Kevin Landers spoke to Ohio's chief medical officer, Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff. The variant known as B117 immediately became the dominant form of the virus in the United Kingdom. Dr. Vanderhoff predicts the same for Ohio. I have no reason to believe that uh, as we get late into the month of March, early into the month of April, that Uh, this would not be the dominant strain. But Dr. Vanderhoff cautions people not to panic. We should not be looking at the arrival of the variant as a, a cause for undue alarm. Because he says the vaccines are doing their job. Kevin Landers for the Ohio News Network. Governor Mike DeWine and First Lady Fran have received the second dose of the coronavirus vaccine. Dave James reports. The governor and his wife were eligible because both are older than 70. DeWine has said he would not cut in line for the shots but would wait his turn. Dr. Kevin Sherritt administered the Pfizer vaccines yesterday to the DeWines at his suburban Dayton clinic. The State Department of Health says nearly one and a half million Ohioans have received at least the first coronavirus vaccine. That's about 11 percent of the population. Dave James, I went in news. Cleveland Public Schools are planning to have students return to the classroom in phases beginning on Monday. Laura Queso has more. CEO Eric Gordon says there are several factors that led him to this decision, including the fact that Cuyahoga County remains in red, meaning high risk of spread. Also, we are 86 percent people of color. COVID-19, depending on the studies you've looked at, have afflicted the minority community at three to four times the rate of the white community. Gordon's back to school plan comes after Governor DeWine called out CMSD for potentially not meeting the state's request for schools to reopen by March 1st. I'm Laura Casho. 
One of the alleged victims of sexual abuse by former Ohio State sports doctor Richard Strauss is speaking out about a planned docu-series about the doctor produced by George Clooney. Andrew Kinsey reports. Brian Garrett said Strauss sexually abused him in the fall of 1996 when he worked at his off-campus men's health clinic. Investigators hired by Ohio State concluded that Strauss sexually abused at least 177 students between 1979 and his retirement in 1998 while university personnel failed to act. Garrett says he hopes Clooney's docuseries will shed light on what he called the injustices carried out by the university to cover up the abuse. I'm Andrew Kinsey. The Ohio Restaurant Association says most bars and restaurants in the state have not seen much of a boost in business since the evening and overnight curfew was lifted several weeks ago. More from Olivia Eugenio. John Barker, the association's president and CEO, says customers are still getting out of old habits. Nothing happens overnight. And what I mean by that is, you know, uh, there's a change. It has to be kind of a pattern change with consumers. They've been kind of locked down. If you think about it, they've been locked down with restrictions since March of last year. But restaurants are hopeful things are looking up. Olivia Eugenio in Columbus. In the Toledo area, the Maumee River is thawing, raising concerns about ice jams and flooding. Amy Steigerwald has more with Scott Carpenter from the Toledo Metro Parks. Officials with the Metro Parks are keeping an eye out on how things play out over the next week to see if there could be any damage to area parks. It happened in 2015, famously, and again in 2019. And those were pretty close together. What we're looking for now is a nice slow melt. Amy Steigerwald in Mommy. And a Columbus man is facing four federal charges in connection with the deadly attempted insurrection at the nation's Capitol building last month. Tracy Townsend has the latest. According to court documents, a former co-worker and family member of Derek Jankart came forward to the FBI with information about his alleged involvement. They identified Jankart in images captured by body cameras and security footage. The 39-year-old is the latest Central Ohio man to be arrested in connection to the riot on January. January 6th. Last month, Troy Faulkner from Whitehall was also arrested. In all, nine Ohioans have been arrested. I'm Tracy Townsend. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.